What up, everybody? It's Cuff of the Vision Lab Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Farmers Insurance, the Robert Garcia Agency. If you're looking for the best insurance and customer service, make sure you pick up the phone and dial 972-645-1844. Whether it's home, life, or business insurance, Robert and his staff are the best at protecting you and your family. Once again, that's Farmers Insurance, the Robert Garcia Agency. Agency. The phone number, 972-645-1844. And the website is farmersagent.com forward slash R Garcia. And don't forget to mention the Vision Lab podcast. So when did you get into cigars? Oh, man, I got into cigars. I had to be about 19 years old. And my, my, my younger brother, he had a buddy who came over with some cigars. He was like, man you know, big bro, you got to try this right here. I'm like, well, you know, what's that? He's like, man, just try it. It was a Romeo and Julieta. And I, you know, lit that thing up. And just like everyone else, I inhaled that bad boy. Nope, bad idea. And (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Choking and all that good stuff, man. But the second time I tried it, I was good money. I was good money. So anytime, you know, I wanted to celebrate or just had a moment, fire up a cigar, man. I didn't know what I was smoking, but I, you know, you just kind of feel around and you kind of try different things and find out what you like, you know what I'm saying, and go from there. to the Vision Lab podcast in partnership with Nexon Creative. I'm your host, Ryan Cuffey, alongside with my co-host, Mr. Ryan Mosley. Vision Lab is the official growth mindset podcast for all visionaries worldwide, showing mad love to the cigar community. It's here in the lab where we uncover people's visions and dreams and how those dreams actually come into reality. Folks, it's all about tapping into and becoming the absolute best versions of ourselves. Through self-discovery, self-examination and self-actualization. Yo, we're super excited. Um, the lab is going on the road. We took a trip, we're going out west to California, uh, City of Angels. Hey, yo, Mo, who we got in the lab? Cuff today's guest is a native of, as you heard, Santa Ana, California. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is the creator, director, producer, all of the above of the Smoke Big documentary. Please welcome Kareem Fort to the Vision Lab podcast. Is it cool to clap for myself? I don't know. Is that cool? Yeah. <laughs> it's, your, it's your world. It's your world. Word. Well, listen, bro. Um, first and foremost, big ups to you. We're going to get all into the documentary and what you're doing. But, man, we've been vibing out. You know, every time that we talk, we vibe out. And one of the things, you know, one of the core pillars of the Vision Lab podcast is mindset with a little sprinkle of laws of attraction, right? We talked about that offline. I want to get your thoughts uh, based off of your experience of, of laws of attraction. Man, this is one of the most powerful things in the universe is your brain, right? So I remember years ago, man, had to be at least 10 years ago when I seen this book laying around. My ex-girlfriend at the time had this book called The Secret. And I was like, she was just telling me about it. I was like, man, come on, man. This is, you know, superpowers and stuff like that. But then, you know, it came out to a movie and I watched the film and I was like, man, there might be something to this. So I just started, you know, implementing the basic fundamental principles of it. And things just started to happen, man. I mean, uh, one of the most important examples I I can give of the law of attraction is how I met my wife. You know what I'm saying? I've been married 12 years. So... I went through a terrible breakup, and this is all some real personal stuff. And um, when I kind of got over that breakup, I sat down and um, I got a pen and paper, and I wrote this list of qualities that I wanted in a woman. And I was void of emotion. There was no emotion attached to it. And I wrote all these qualities down. She had to be this, this, and that, just whatever that was really genuine and honest at that time. And what I did was I folded that piece of paper up, 
and put it in my wallet and I just took it with me. And I said, next time I I'm involved myself with a young lady and I get real serious, I'm gonna refer back to this list. So I'm not clouded by anything. Yeah. And, and sure enough, long story short, you know, she really just kind of showed up out of nowhere and uh, she met everything on that list. And, you know, we married with two kids now, bro. So, Yo, that's, yeah, that's amazing. And, and I've got a similar story, not with, uh, with my wife. I've known my wife since we were 19, 18 years old. Um, but I, I worked corporate America marketing. I met a guy that was like, look, you know, there's power in writing things down. And it was, hey, I will do X, Y, Z. You, you fill in the blank, right? And I, and I always say it this way, like I was naive enough to believe him. And so I would do that and I would get, um, um, you know, the, the notebooks and I would just write out, I will do whatever it is I wanted to do that day. And I would, I would be so intentional, not only with the wording, um, what I wanted to see take place that day, but you know, overall how I wanted things to be. Fell in love with the secret. I watched that movie or yeah, that movie probably a hundred times, right? Um, and all of a sudden, all these things really did manifest. They really did happen. And it is, it's mind blowing. And so, and you know, we're, we're all about transparency and honesty and truth here on the lab. I got away from it. I got away from it. But what it taught me was, hey, if you just stick with doing this, this will work. So I'm back, I'm back in the lab doing the same thing. I got some visions that I want to do, that I want to see, you know, take place or what have you. But um, it, it's it's such a such a big thing, man. And I'm, I'm so, like, like I said, we, we've been vibing for a minute on this. Um, but, you know, we have tried, we've known about each other in our different platforms for about a year since COVID. Um, what has COVID done for you, what have you been able to do in the middle of all of this? Man, I've been able to just really think, plan, and execute like I've never done before. You know, um, like you mentioned the film, like I put that, you know, on the front burner is still there. Then I added some more elements that I thought were necessary that kind of just came to me. Like, like you said, with these visions that you have, and I sit back, and I think about, I, just, I do a lot of thinking. I think a yeah. lot and I produce yeah. a lot in my head and I have to see a certain project from the beginning to the end up here first. Okay. When I get to that point, I feel like all I gotta do is fill in the blanks. Like it's already done. So any project that I put myself in, I come up with the title first. I come up with like, I'm writing a book. So I, can, I had the cover of my book two years ago. So I feel like all I gotta do is fill in the blanks. It's already done. It's already written. So all I got to do is walk walk through my purpose. That's it. It's already done. So it happens with every project I do. I love that. So let's walk in your purpose. Um, let's talk about Smoke Big documentary. All yeah. right. Um, that's why you're on the show. We want to you know maximize this time. What is Smoke Big documentary? Smoke Big documentary is a look behind, first, well, there's different levels to it. So first is the look behind the cigars because, you know, on the outside looking in, it's like, oh, it's a documentary about cigars. And that sounds cool. It also sounds very boring. You know what I mean? Because there's only certain things you can talk about, right? You got the rapper, the filler, and the binder, right? And you got Nicaragua, you got the Dominican Republic, you got all these different regions or whatever. That doesn't sound very entertaining to me at all. I come from a hip hop culture, right? right? So what I've done was I've blended the hip hop culture that I'm familiar with, that I come from, I blended that with cigar culture. So Ooh. I talk about a lot of that. You're gonna get a lot of that by the music that you're gonna hear in the film. Um, but it's a more so, man, about first and foremost, when you see the film, we come from picking, picking tobacco. Right, you talk about from 1619, from you know Jamestown, Virginia, right? Slaves coming over here, brought over here rather, picking tobacco. To now, we're owning these brands, we're owning these podcasts, we're owning all these things, and really being a voice and a staple in this community in this big industry. 
So I said, well, damn, let me create something that's informative, that's, that's entertaining at the same time. How can we do that? How can I, and how can I inspire people to do better? So a lot of what you're going to see, whether you're going to see Guy Tory, you're going to see Cedric the Entertainer, you're going to see Byron Scott, Lakers legend, you're going to see all these different people in this documentary, given all this game, given all this, this advice on how to become the best version of yourself, whatever field that you decide to be into, you're going to get that advice, different perspectives, just the common denominator is the cigar. That's all that is. And LA is the backdrop. That's what that you is. Know, it's funny because that sounds a lot like what we do. Am I right, Pete? Man, I'm telling you. And I, normally I would ask this question later on in the show, but you just kind of opened the door, Kareem. So I'm going to go ahead and walk through it. When it comes to like being the best version of yourself, like we all have these internal struggles that we fight on a daily basis. With you being in the space that you operate in, what's the internal struggle that you battle every day? And how do you, how do you make sure that Kareem Ford is doing what he does, doing what he needs to do on a daily basis to be the best version of yourself? Well, one thing that I struggle with, man, is, is patience. You know, because I see the end at the beginning, I want to materialize right away. But there's the beauty and the process of it all that I'm really enjoying. You know, I set these deadlines in my head about, oh, this film is, needs to be coming out on this day. The trailer needs to come out on this day. I have all these timelines because if I don't move, my team don't move. You see what I'm saying? Because there's different elements of this film that I'll discuss with you later that plays into it, right? But what was the second part of your question? I, I missed the second part. Like, so when you, because you had mentioned like, you know, being the best version of yourself on a yeah. daily basis, what do you do to make sure you're taking steps every day to be that best version of yourself? You know, I, I really take time out for myself every day to just meditate and center myself because I have so many thoughts that come in and out and, oh, I could do this and, oh, it'll be cool to do this. But I have to stay within a certain margin. When you're creating a film or any project, there's certain margins in, that you have to stay within. You know what I mean? Um, as far as like with the doc, there's so many different ways I can go. I can do a three hour movie, but that's not what, you know, nobody's gonna wanna see that. So I kind of try to reel myself in and, because there's certain areas in the film that I just don't touch that kind of leaves it open for maybe a part two or a series or something like that. So I just, you know, I struggle with that a little bit, but it seems to be working out so far. So I'm happy with it. Amen, amen. When you said that you see the end at the beginning, yeah, then goes with that process of, like I said, working everything out in your head before you actually start putting pen to paper or, you know, putting things in, 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 in on the video, if you will. What's the hardest part about this particular process in regards to this documentary, what was the hardest part for you as far as when it came to actually putting it together? The hardest part. Um, Cause I you thing, and the next thing you know, it's like, okay, in order to make that happen, I gotta go through all this. You know, it's, it, the hardest part is just the trial and error of it all. When you have certain things in your head that you just know that's gonna work, but then you look back on it, it's like, that didn't really work the way I thought it was going to work. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, there's, there's that. Um, certain interviews that I wanted to get that I thought that I was going to get, didn't get, or got late, or the interview didn't go the way I thought it would go. There's a bunch of different variables there, Brian, but you got to trust the process. That is the key. Trust the process. It's all going to work out the way that it's supposed to work out. And I kind of remove myself when it comes to that, you know, um, because and one thing that I'm going to reveal to you guys that I haven't revealed to anyone is that I made this film with no money. I didn't put any money into this film. Wait a minute. What do you mean? Oh, wait, you just glance over that. Yeah. 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 What, what do you um, mean? You made yeah. So I just had an idea. So when I talk about coming up with the, with the concept and, and visualizing how it's gonna happen, I'm also visualizing how it's, gonna, how it's gonna happen technically, how I'm going to produce this thing. Because you can ask me about cameras, lenses, this angles, I don't know nothing of that. I don't know nothing about that. But 
I have resources. So I use my resources. So I put myself in rooms with people who can, de can, can deliver those things that I need. So I know somebody who's good at videography. I know somebody who can help me produce this thing. I know somebody who can edit this thing. So I use my resources in that way. I know people who- Yeah, but, but you gotta have you gotta have some money to pay yeah. your videographer. Yeah. Like, you know, you're recording, said the entertainer, right? Yeah. You gotta pay something. Nah, nah, man. You gotta have, you gotta have, you gotta have a clear vision of what you want, number one. Okay. Number two, you have to have a network of people that believe in you, that trust in your vision, and that want to see you win at the end of the day. Sure. Because I didn't want to create something, first and foremost, that was already in the market, that anybody can get at any time. So I felt, okay, let me look at this cigar space and let me see what's missing, first and foremost, and where I can fit in and add some flavor to it. Because typically when you think about cigar culture, at least me, I think of old white men who might have some money sitting around drinking whiskey, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, nah, that ain't cool. I want to make this cool. You're right. So I was like, I come from hip hop, man. I know a lot of cats who sit around and listen to hip hop and smoke cigars and have a good time. And it's, we make things cool. So I'm going to make this thing cool. I like to disrupt things. I'm a disruptor. So that's what I want to do. I want to turn this thing upside down a bit. But uh, I got around people, man, who shared the same vision that I had and said, you know what? Let's make this happen. This is cool. So I sold them on the idea, on the concept that we rock it. That's it. You don't need money. You need, re you need resources. That's what you need. Uh, first of all, there's, there's a, a ton to unpack there, uh, but very sound um, wisdom that you just, I mean, a, a gem that you just dropped. Like you can produce a film with no money and uh, we're gonna, we'll get more into that, but I know a lot of people that are listening to us. And if you're watching us on YouTube, please make sure you, if you like the content, make sure you hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. But what can people expect, Kareem, out of, out of the documentary? Like, what are they going to feel? What are they going to see? Uh, besides, you know, um, said the entertainer and, and some of the other folks that you name. Like, what are they going to feel? What are they going to get out of this? Um, well, the goal is to inspire. Uh, you know, that is one of my main purposes that I've discovered years back is, is to inspire people to be able to feel and believe that they can do anything that they put their minds to. Amen. And that's it. Now, with that, you have to have certain things that go along with that. It's not just, oh, I believe I can do everything. You got to get off your ass. Right. And you got to go make it happen. Um, so you can't do that just by, you know, sitting around and just wishing. This are two different things. So you're going to be inspired. You're going to feel like you can do anything because you can. And I'm my own testament to that. So if I'm able to go and make a movie that's causing and stirring up conversation in a particular industry with no money at all, just aligning myself with people who share similar values like yourself and people that understand what I'm trying to do, that's the win. That's, that's what you're going to get. Man, first of all, I'm still like wrapping my brain around the fact that you got this, that you pulled this off because we've seen the trailer. Yeah. And I'm wrapping my brain around, you pulled this off without no money, like you said. First of all, kudos to you. Um, and before I get my next question out, Cup, allow me to say thank you to one of the, the, the people who support us, right? Because ultimately we're talking about support from, from, from every angle possible when it comes to pulling off something like this without any money. Um, one of the people who has stood by us from the jump is Edwina Brown and the family of Blown Smoke Cigar Lounge. Uh, the the uh, Instagram handle is at Blown Smoke. Uh, that's uh, B-L-O-W-I-N. Um, it's a great location in Duncanville. If you're anywhere in the southern part of the Metroplex, make sure you get to Blown Smoke Cigar Lounge. Um as I continue to wrap my head around the fact you pulled this off with no money. One of the things that, that I think our visionaries know they can get from us and that they like from us is the fact that, like you said, it's about using your resources. If you were given a tip or a, or, or a nugget, as Cuff likes to say, to, to our visionaries and anybody who's tuned in for the first time, 
when it comes to trying to make something happen and you and you might be low on funds or you might just say, I want to do this without using money, what would be the first thing you would tell them? Look around you. Look, cause a lot of things people overlook that's right in front of their face. You yes, know, sir. you might have somebody who's, you know, been to school for, in my case, been to school for editing, right? And trying to perfect that and get gigs or whatever. Come over here. I got an, I got this idea. Let's try something. You know what I mean? The people that I work with, I consider them partners. They don't work for me. You know what I mean? We're, we're in partnership. We're trying to create something together for a bigger purpose. That's what it's about. You know, being creative and not being afraid. There's no fear in this. Fear is not, you can't, have that fear and do something that hasn't been done before. Throw fear to the side. Let's go. Let's have some fun. Let's be creative. That's what it's about. You know, I think it's so funny. We we, <laughs> we talked about laws of attraction earlier today before I uh, before I went to the gym. Um, for those that know Bradley L E A. By the way, shout out to Brad if, if the real Bradley on Instagram. Open invitation to get onto the podcast. But one of his videos, he talked about like just taking the step, like forget everything else. doesn't matter. It's all about action, which is basically what you're saying. Um, and just throwing a little comedy in here for a second. I think visionaries want to know that this isn't going to be one of those masterpiece. I got the hookup type films. This is high quality 4k production. Talk about, what what it takes to on the production side of things to deliver a not not a good uh, product but a great product um well the editors that i have in this film are passionate about what they do and they know that their name is going to be on this as well so they know that they have to deliver at a high level so like for example me revealing that i did this film with no money was something that i didn't want to reveal until people had seen it because i know what the quality is going to be so you're gonna be able to stand this up against any other documentary and say, I can't, I can't tell the difference between this film and that film is in terms of quality. You know what I'm saying? Because, and also you gotta understand that documentaries are forgivable in a sense. I mean, I, there's no, it's not Star Wars. Okay, let's, let's, be, let's be honest here. This is not that. So let's get that out the way. It ain't that, but it ain't gonna be no junk either. And I think that uh, now in today, man, with technology, you just got to be a little clever and creative. You know what I mean? Um, that's really it. And in terms of, you know, filmmaking, you just got to understand the important elements of it. Like sound is a big thing. So you got to make sure your sound is right. Um, the music got to be right. You know, you got to understand what color correction, all those things are. I got people who know that and are, you know, proficient at that. And I watch documentaries. So if my editor sends me a clip, then I'm like, this ain't right, then they gotta go back and make it right. You know what I mean? But the people that I work with are very close to me. They know what I like, they know what I expect and vice versa, you know? So that's not a, that's not an issue, you know? And it's not like you can say, oh, well, I'll go watch this other cigar-based documentary. How many of them are there? Good luck. You know what I'm saying? I'm so glad, I'm so glad that you said that, right? Because we, you know, we've had a couple of conversations Give some history on this, right? Like there's not any documentaries that um, that are in this same light that you guys have. Like what's kind of the difference between your docu documentary and other cigar documentaries that have been out there? Well, like I mentioned before, there's not very many, first of all. There might be a handful. And if there are... Um, you're not going to see many people who look like us in it, number two. There's definitely not going to be a hip-hop element infused in that, number three. Um, and it's just not, it just doesn't exist, man. And we, you know, we spend a lot of money in this industry like many other industries, but we're very underserved and under-recognized in those respective industries. So I wanted to change that. You know, I wanted, you know, I, I love smoking a cigar, from time to time, just like you guys do. And I love to be entertained. So as, along with the education, like I was saying earlier, I wanted to be entertaining. I wanted to say, oh, dang, I'm, I'm seeing this person that I have no, I, no idea who they are. But then in the next clip, you'll see 
somebody who you're very familiar with. So what you'll understand is that the cigar brings people together. You know what I mean? It's that's that common denominator that brings us together. I've sat in rooms with multi-millionaires and I've sat next to somebody who just works for the city in sanitation. But while we're smoking that cigar, we're all on the same level. We're having conversations. I'm networking. I'm building relationships. I'm, I'm exchanging information. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's a real interesting dynamic when it comes to cigars. Very powerful. Very powerful. So first get in films. What's that? When did oh. you first actually making films? Um, dude, this is my second film. So I made another, I made a my first film was in 2014 called called Demos, right? And it was demos and it was an independent artist guide to success. So I like I said, I come from the music industry. So at the time, I was running a label. Uh, independent uh, digital label. And a lot of cats started hitting me up like, oh, how can I get put on? How can I get put on? And I was like, dang, all these questions about this. Let me write a book. But I was like, man, cats don't really read like that. But you know, what would be dope is if I did a film about it. So I said, okay, let me get a guy who got a camera and I'm going to go get my resources, pull my resources together and I'm gonna create this film. I don't know how it's gonna come out, but it's gonna be it's gonna be better than writing a book, right? So I got with Talib Kweli, I got with DJ Quick, I got with Mac Ten, I got with my man uh, Big Pooh from Little Brother. You know, I got all these cats who've made uh, success without using a major label, right? And they've given all this advice on how to do that, and I made a film about it. And um, back to, you know, what we talked about earlier with the vision board and all that. Now, mind you, I had some bumps in the road. It wasn't smooth the whole way, but I made this vision board and I put on here, I'm, I'm going to finish the film and I'm going to get a distribution deal for this film and I'm going to get all these accolades and dot, 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 right? And all those things that I put on that vision board came true. I mean, I, again, I made it with no money because I, like, I don't like spending money. Right. So I don't I don't spend. So I got I utilized my resources. I ended up getting inside a movie theater in Chicago. Right. It was it was in a, it was it was on the marquee right next to all these major releases. You see demos up there, showtimes and everything like that. So and I end up getting a distribution deal. So it's all up here. You have to see it first. You have to believe in it first and then go execute. Trust Please. the process and all that stuff will start coming, you'll start seeing this stuff happen. And then I met this guy who knew this guy, right? And I got so many stories, right? I'll tell you a quick story. I gotta tell the story. Yeah. I'm, I'm filming, I know this guy, he's big in radio. He was big in radio out here, uh, named Fuzzy, right? And Fuzzy is connected to DJ Quick. So me and my guy, and I got a lot of these stories, by the way, but I'll just tell this one. So me and my guy was like, man, at the time, we, we didn't have too many R&B cats in my film. And I said, dang, it'll be cool to get uh, this cat named Dwelle. You remember Dwelle? Love Dwelle. Okay. I absolutely love Dwelle. Okay, check this out. So we're on our way to go interview DJ Quick at this uh, re rehearsal studio called SIR Studios in Hollywood. And me and my producer at the time were like, man, we need some R&B guys. Man, it would be dope to get Dwelle. I was like, man, I don't have a connection to Dwelle. I just don't, right? So long story short, we get in there and we see DJ Quick in there. And I'm already blown away by just that, that we're getting ready to interview DJ Quick, legendary DJ Quick. He's in there on the SP-1200. Yeah. He has a disc in there. He's playing all these beats. For, he said, oh, man, I did his beat 92. This at the time, it's like 2013. He's playing all this music. We're blown away by his production. So I'm sitting over there in the corner with my producer and we're talking or whatever, looking at different people in the room. And this is not a big space. It might be 250 square feet, something like that, whatever. And we see this cat sitting in the corner, afro out, leather jacket on, just kind of kicking it. I'm like, that's Dwelle, right no. there in the corner of the room. Oh. I said, okay, I'm gonna go holler at him. I said, Dwale, listen, man, this is who I am. I'm filming this documentary, blah, blah. I would love to interview you. He's like, yeah, we can do it now. Signed the release form, got the interview, done. Law of attraction, man. 
It's happened Bro, several times. Speak on it. Speak I, on I can it. tell you another story if you want another one. Hey, this is your show. We're just, you know, we're just driving the ship. All right. So there's this, you know, I'm sure you guys are familiar with UCLA, the university. Every year they used to do this thing called the Jazz Fest. And one of my favorite rappers of all time is Black Thought from the Roots. They're headlining, right? So I'm there, I'm going with my family, right? And my, uh, my wife's aunt, which is my aunt. I call her my aunt, right? So we're all sitting there picnic style on the lawn and they're performing. And my aunt goes, hey, there's Tariq and da 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 I was kind of looking at her like, what you know? Yeah, that's so-and-so's friend, blah, 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 blah. Now, mind you, I'm in the middle of filming. So I said, uh, do you think you can kind of put in a word? I, you know, I'd love to sit down with him for even 15, 20 minutes. She's like, yeah, I'll see what I can do. So a week goes by, two weeks go by, I don't hear nothing. I call her, I said, oh, did you make that call? Oh, let me do that right now. So she calls, I think her friend who's best friends with his wife. Word gets through, long story short. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can definitely uh, interview Tariq. I'm hyped, right? I'm hyped. I get to interview Black Thought from the Roots. What? But there's only one catch. You got to go to New York to interview him because he's on Fallon. Yep. I said, how are we going to get to New York? I mean, at this time, I'm broke as a joke. No money. Me and my, me and my producer like, I don't know if we can pull that one off. That just ain't happening. So we scrap and we find a way to make the money. We bought tickets on Southwest. Boom. On a flight to NBC Studios. We interview Black Thought from the Roots. We get there. Sign in at security and everything. We go up the elevator. I'm like, this is 30 Rock. We're on 30 Rock lot right now. Get our passes and everything. And we walk in and there's Tariq sitting right there. You know what I'm saying? Like he's sitting right there. He's, he's hyped to see us more than we excited to see him. So he's wow. introducing us to all the other members of the Roots and all that. Quest wasn't there at the time, but we meeting all the, all the guys and Kamal and Jay period and everybody is there and he's excited. And um, it was crazy because on the bus to the studio, me and my guys like, yeah, you know, sometimes you just got to go through it to get to it, right? That's just what it is. Say it again, as my partner says, say it again for the people in the back. You got to go through it to get to it. So one of the questions that my producer asked him during that interview was, what was some of the best advice that you've ever been given? He says, he looks around, mm, the best advice I've been given, you got to go through it to get to it. Man, I think we just found the title of our show. <laughs> this episode. So I sat there, man, and we had a great conversation, a great interview. And that was a moment that I wouldn't forget. We exchanged contact information. And another bonus to that story is that we kept in contact for a while. So when he came to LA, he called me and said, hey man, why don't you come have dinner with me? No. Me and my wife are in LA, come hang out at some bougie restaurant in Beverly Hills that we, me and my wife couldn't afford at the time. But of course we was gonna go, you know what I'm saying? So, we had to sit there on the way there trying to make up this story about, oh, yeah, you know, we had just finished eating. So we just going to have some, you know, a couple hors d'oeuvres or whatever just to keep the bill low. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we're sitting there with Black Thought and his wife and their manager and Dice Raw and members of the Roots. That was another moment, man. So just things just happen, man. You just got to align yourself with the universe sometimes. No, but, you for sure. Uh, Space with DJ Quick, who I believe is so underappreciated, and obviously with Blackball, open invite to, to to everybody you just mentioned to come on the show, whatever they want. <laughs> so you know you got you got uh, Smoke Big Doc yeah. that's coming. You've got zero experience as it relates to actually putting something like this together other than the one film that you did in, in 14. 
right? So kind of walk us through on a, on a, how you execute this, right? Like you've got your team set up, they're willing to work, you know, on a, on a, on a, on a really low budget. Um, you, you find people, how are you finding the people that you want to be, you know, interviewed for the documentary? Um, you know, I, I put together like a wish list first and foremost, and most of the people that I did interview are based here in LA, but um, I needed to stay as, as extremely close to the culture as possible. And I'm not always able to do that because I have a family and I have other obligations that kind of prevent me from being out as much as I would like to. So um, my producer, Maisha Michelle, is very deep and connected to that, to that community. And I interviewed her for a YouTube show that I was working on called Beyond the Smoke. So she and I clicked immediately. So I really wanted her to help me produce this film because she's really connected in that way. So I said, hey, you know, I think you're special. I have something that I think is gonna be special. I'd love to bring you in as a producer. And she was like, yeah, why not? And it's really about sharing your purpose with the prospective interviewee. And when you do that, you'd be surprised the reaction that you get because all you're asking for is their time. Just give me a little bit of your time to talk about whatever I want to talk about. Cause nine times out of 10, when you're smoking a cigar, you ain't doing shit anyway, but talking shit anyway. So why not do it on camera? And they're understood. And because there isn't anything like it in the market, they're like, oh, sure, I got 20, 30 minutes to sit around. And who doesn't like being on camera for the most part? So that's what I did. And, you know, the word starts getting around. Oh, you know, this cat is filming this and that or whatever. It's very, it actually, it was pretty easy, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah. He's, he's yeah. Cuffy said, uh, he's mentioned, you know, words start getting around. And word is starting to get around about one of our sponsors. And that's the good folks at Class A Vodka. Crystal and Tim, thank you guys so much for all of your support. Uh, visionaries, ladies and gentlemen, first-time viewers and or listeners, get your hands on a bottle of Class A Vodka. The, uh, the, the, the Instagram handle is at Class A Vodka. That's Class A with a K, K-L-A-S-E. Uh, we promise you it will change your life. We stand on the product for a reason. Class A Vodka, make sure you get your hands on a bottle. Absolutely, absolutely. I got a little bit here with some cranberry juice. Um, so Kareem, with, with the documentary, right, you've got all these people that you've interviewed, um, you got, you got support systems in place. When, I, people want to know, when is the documentary coming out? You know, I'm aiming for August. I'm aiming for August. My birthday month is August. I have a little bit more filming. Wait, to wait, do. wait, 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 wait. When's your birthday? August 14th. Okay, my birthday is the first. My daughter's is the uh, the twenty third. So I'm a Leo. She, she wasn't cool enough to make that trip, but you're a Leo too. Yep. <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to the Leos. Yes, All sir. Right, so you wanna you wanna unveil it for your birthday r- roughly around that time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at August, but you know, it's got to be right, and I don't want to put it out till I feel hundred percent comfortable with it. But it's moving. It's moving right now. I have a couple of editors on, the, on this project. Um, like I said, a couple more pieces I want to fill and we'll be ready to rock and roll. Um, even the trailer that you've seen, it's not, it's not the official joint, but trust me, when the official joint comes, you're going to know and everybody going to know. Oh, well, first and foremost, the, the, the trailer that you sent us was fire and we're not going to share that, but it was fire. Yeah. I can't wait to see what you have in store for the for the official trailer as well as the documentary. Yeah. Um, hopefully, you know, by that point things will open up. Maybe Cali will open up a little bit more. Maybe we get a chance to get out there, you know, to California and hang out with you for the for the release of that. But so you're you're looking at it to be in in August. How long is the documentary roughly? We're looking at about an hour ten. I don't okay. want to go past the hour fifteen. I know people's attention span is not too long these days. Um, man, there's so many things that I was thinking about. I was thinking about breaking it up into a series. I was thinking about maybe only doing a 45 minute film, blah, 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 blah. 
but I think around that hour mark, hour 10 mark max is, is a good good uh, time frame. And, and I, I like the 75 minute mark. You know, that that's a good, you know, quality film or documentary. It, it's, it's long enough to keep you captivated mm -hmm. and, and wanting more, but not too long where it's like a Marvel film, right? Which by the way, Marvel does great, great films. Not, not throwing no hate on them, but I'm just saying like, the, the time of that is, is really appropriate. Um, so you're, you're, you're into the mind with the, um, with the film. You, you talk about the history of, of cigars. You got some entertainment, you've got music. What else can we expect from, from the documentary? Well, um, one of the things that people wouldn't expect is that a lot of the cigars that we enjoy are made and manufactured in Nicaragua. So because that's the case, we end up going to Nicaragua <laughs> and, uh, and we end up filming. Hold on, hold on. You got to tell the story because you told this, you told, so visionaries, if, you, if, you're, if you're watching this on, on YouTube, again, go ahead and hit that like button. But this is absolutely amazing. Please tell the story that you took to Nicaragua. Okay, well, I'm going to start from the beginning. So, you know, I've been kind of talking about the film online via Instagram or whatnot. And this cat had hit me up and uh, on my DM was like, man, if you really want to tell this story, blah, 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 you need to come out to where I am in Nicaragua. And I don't know this guy from a can of paint. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, and plus, how in the world am I going to get to Nicaragua? That ain't happening. You know, unless you find us out there. And he was like, well, I can't fly you out there, man. But if you, uh, if you get some flights, I can put you up, give you a place to stay. I can feed you. I can provide transportation and all that other stuff. I said, really? He was like, yeah. And I was like, all right. So uh, I had a friend of mine who follows me on IG as well. And I was just talking to her and, you know, she's like, man, you know, you always got something going on, man. You always got something going on. What are you working on? I said, you know, I'm working on this, this documentary and whatnot. And she was like, well, let me know however I can help. You know what I'm saying? I want to help however I can. I said, well, I, you know, I had this idea of going to Nicaragua, you know, I got a place to stay, but you know, I don't, we don't have the budget for flights. She's like, I, I can take care of that. I was like, excuse me? Yeah, I can, I can get you some flight. How many tickets do you need? I said, well, I got me and I got my videographer and I got my, my photographer. Okay, let me know the dates and then I'll, I'll hook it up. And that's how it happened. You know what I'm saying? So I, I hit back, hit my guy back who hit me on IG. And I said, you know, let's work out some dates. Let's make it happen. And there we go. Law of attraction. Again, line, aligning with your purpose. You're going to, what happens is that you become a magnet. And the world starts to open up. All the possibilities start to open up. And they just come to you. They come to you. But you have to be purposeful. And your intentions have to be pure. And my intentions are always pure because my goal really is to inspire people. So to be able to go to Nicaragua and I'm communicating with different people in Nicaragua at this point. Oh, well, you can come visit our factories. You can come see us because they're going to love that. They Shoot, you're going to come and film? How can we help? They just want to be a part of it. So I end up meeting some very good people and get some very good footage and, and um, having a great experience, man. Yo, I, man, you're, I, you're a testament to like having, having faith and believing in whatever it is you're trying to get done. And you know, the old saying, where there's a will, there's a way. But it's about the action too. Like you're, you're, you're taking the action to, to, to manifest it, right? Like, I think that's huge. What's well, kinetic energy? You know what I'm saying? It's kinetic energy. You have to put things in motion, not just through your brain, but physically moving. You know what I mean? Working towards that goal. And I've, I've been able to really believe in that process 100%. So, and I know I talked about the real, uh, at the real uh, Brad Lee earlier. Um, he talks about you got to be do and then you'll have so a lot of people want to have then do and then they become something 
That's it, it, it has to be the opposite. It has to be the inverse. You got to be who you want to be, right? Who you desire, who you think, who your better version of yourself is. You have to be that person. You have to do the things that that person has, or that, that, excuse me, that that person does. And then you will have the things that, that, that you want to have. And, and, and I'm hearing that all throughout this entire conversation. I mean, it's com completely peppered and littered with laws of attraction, faith, action. You, you embody what the Vision Lab podcast is all about. So this is, for me, yo, I'm on cloud nine. And you know, our energy, you talk about kinetic, right? Our, my energy in every conversation that we've had has just been like on a, on a, on a scale of one to 10, it's been a 12. You know, the energy's always been upbeat. How do you keep your energy up throughout the entire process, especially dealing with the pandemic? You know, honestly, it's not always up, you know, um, because even though I believe in these principles, there's life that happens. There's always elements of doubt when things don't go exactly how you want them to go at the pace that you would like to see them go. There's many times, man, where I doubt the process. I doubt the, the result. Like, damn, is anybody even going to care when this is out? Is this all this work, you know, that I've been working on for almost two years now? Is it going to be worth the payoff? There's times that I've, you know, I have a room in my house that we call the quiet room where we can go and think and just be in a complete quiet space. But there's been times I've been in that room and just cried. The, honestly, just really poured tears because I'm so passionate about what I do. You know, it's, um, it's a purpose of mine that I discovered, but it's, I'm also very committed and passionate about it because if you don't have passion and no money you might have some problems some real problems man you gotta it, have something you're mentioning the word passion yeah all, all i can think about is the 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 grind that cuff and i put in just to get it to this point right like we're somewhere close to two years um as far as the show is concerned um Cup and I talk two or three times a day. Like this is this is a true passion project. Like like you said, it's it's a grind, right? Like you got you got to put the work in order for it to turn over. Like it ain't it don't just fall out of the sky. And I'm sitting here smoking on this this beautiful stick by the good folks at Dallas Sleep LLC. It's the Bishop, uh, Ron, Taz, David, the whole squad. You guys did your work here on this cigar. It's a great stick, visionaries. If you're looking for a great stick. Get to uh, DallasSleepLLC.com as a website. The Instagram handle is at DallasSleepLLC. Um, but they're more than just cigars. Um, if it's, you know, charitable events, entertainment, uh, anything on the business side of things, if you need some help, get with the good folks at Dallas Sleep LLC. So, you know, as we, as we look at the entire, entirety of, of the film, I, I'm, I'm first and foremost, I'm super excited about it. Um, you put a lot of thought, effort, and energy into this. What, and we haven't covered this yet, but like what was, what inspired you to, to take on this film or even do a documentary on cigars? Because it's, it's challenging. I love, I love the challenge. And I like the kind of, I, it's a, I get this high off of creating something out of nothing. I love that. And I love, like I mentioned earlier, being a disruptor. I love that. I love, I, I love the idea of. You of, enjoy top rope out of left field. That's what it is. You enjoy that. I do. I do. It is. It is it's that. It's like, how come I didn't think of that? I like, I like, I like that kind of stuff. I like mixing things up. And I like investing in us, right? This is a black-owned film with a lot of black faces in it. I've done that by design. Um, 
And I want to make people know that we we need to be recognized in this. We spend a lot of money in this industry. A super fact. We are the, probably the number one consumer in this industry. We are, matter of fact, it's an actual fact. So why not? Why don't we have our own film that represents us primarily and showcase how we do things and kind of change the narrative a little bit when it comes to who smokes who smokes cigars? Who's, who's really doing this? The, the people behind the cigars and the culture and all, the whole thing. You know, well, that's, that's what it's about, man. I know that I am immensely excited for the release of the film in August. Uh, by the way, shameless plug, feel free to go ahead and drop that thing on August 1st. I'm just saying. <laughs> Leo, Leo to Leo. But right. um, this has been amazing. Um, you know, I, I'm certainly grateful for the opportunity to talk to you, Kareem. And, and really to go over the film, the documentary and, and all that it entails. I think all of our listeners, all of our followers are extremely excited about it. Um, how can our visionaries get a hold of you or how can they get a hold of Smoke Big Doc? Just follow me on IG at Smoke Big Doc. That'll probably be the best way to do that. Um, I'm on there every day. Um, or you can also follow me at Beyond underscore Smoke. Um, that's another cigar page that I had developed prior to this film, but you can get at me just like that. I'm easy to get a hold of. I respond and, you know, I'm, I'm trying to build this community around this film. So it's going to be much bigger than a film. It's going to continue on, um, because there's certain other things in the way that I'm going to roll this out. You're not going to be able to miss it. You're going to know when it's out. Trust me. You'll know. And that, that's going to lead into one of my questions, but, but, but before we do that, um, as it relates specifically to, to Smoke, Smoke Big Dot, um, do you want to give a quick shout out to everybody that kind of played a helping hand in, in putting this dream into to reality? Yeah, absolutely. Um, like the guy I mentioned earlier who hit me on via DM to go to Nicaragua was Art Garcia. He's the owner of uh, Segovia's Day. Esteli uh, cigars, really good guy, and really opened his home to me and my fellas. That was a big deal. So that would definitely never go unnoticed. Um, man, I want to thank Maisha, Michelle, producer, one of my editors, you know, Reggie Perry Jr., another editor, editor of mine is my, my, my girl Nadia Samar, very important, uh, my brother who's also the DP on the film, Marcus Fort, very talented photographer. What does DP mean? Director of photography. Okay. So well, what- Well, not in the film industry or in Cali, so we gotta, we gotta know what those acronyms mean. Nah, we, you know, the thing with me too is that I don't go by any rules. I don't think that rules are necessary. So he took a lot of photos behind the scenes during the filming process of this film so you're going to see some exclusive photos in the film but also you're going to see those uh those photos in my magazine that's coming too so which is going to be a collector's item in association with the film can we turn it into an nft and get first dibs on you know shit now you're talking <laughs> totally possible totally Actually, possible. No, Mo, that's a that's a great point. Um, there's one thing that we haven't talked about, Kareem, that, that, that we've talked about offline. And there's been some opportunities for you to kind of sell the rights to to the documentary. Um, why is it so important for you? Oh, well, let's back up. What, what was the decision that you made as it relates to that opportunity? You know, it's important for me um, as a 45 year old man, you start thinking about different things that you didn't think about when you were 25. You know what I'm saying? You start thinking about health insurance. You start thinking about life insurance. You start thinking about legacy. And legacy is very important to me. I got two young sons that I'm raising to be young men. And it was important for me to retain the rights to this film. And that's why I wasn't, I'm not as big now that I, as I was in the beginning of trying to get a big distributor for the film. Um, I think that 
I want it to continue the organic process and I want to see that throughout the distribution process as well. So it was important for me to retain the rights and put it out myself. Um, and kind of like that Nipsey Hustle mentality, man. You know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a hustler and I'm going to bet on us to do the, to, to see if we are going to support us the way that we should. I'm very big on that. So ownership is key. Well, uh, partner, have we reached that time? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I just I just want to encourage everybody, if you made it this far to the to the podcast, please go support this film. I promise you it will be absolutely amazing. Um, Kareem has put his blood, sweat, and tears into it. TVLP has already seen the trailer. We stand 1000 percent behind it. So if you follow us, please go support Kareem and, and, and his documentary. I promise you it's going to be absolutely amazing. Well, Cuff, we have reached a time where we're going to land the plane. This segment is brought to you by the good folks at Grand Brulo Cognac. Thank you. Bottle's to Fran- been a little long. We are, I'm telling you. Thank you to Francisco, the owner, Jameson, and the Lovers team, and everybody associated with this partnership. Visionaries, it's another product that we stand behind. We promise you this is unlike any other cognac you've had. It will change it will change your palate, trust us. Uh, spell grand, G-R-A-N-D, Brulot, B-R-U-L-O-T. You're not hard to find on Instagram. Get your hands on a bottle of Grand Brulot Cognac. And we're super excited because Francisco and the team over at Grand Brulot will be at the Vision Lab Podcast second annual golf classic at Irving Golf Club, uh, June 19th. So we hope to see you guys there. Shout out to Greg Ellis, who is, who is our celebrity host. Um, it's gonna be a fun event. We actually benefit the Alzheimer's Association as well as these um, uh, Leukemia Lymphoma, Lymphoma Society. So we're so, so excited to do this. And this year we got a special surprise as we will be blessing five to eight different teachers, given what they, you know, have had to go through over the last year with COVID and, and dealing with, you know, students virtually as well as in the classroom. We just want to show some love, show some support, and just love on them a little bit uh, through the podcast. So if you're in the DFW Metroplex or if you want to fly in, please, by all means, come check us out. June 19th, it's a Saturday. We're going 8.30, shotgun start. Absolutely love to see you guys there. For more information, shoot us a DM or visit us on our website at thevisionlabpodcast.com. So one of the questions I ask to every single guest here on the podcast, Kareem, is what is your long-term vision for Kareem um, Ford and Smoke Big? Long-term vision, man, I just want to continue to let people know that you can do anything you set your mind to, that, you know, really the sky is the limit, man, is, you know what I mean? You can do whatever you want. You don't have to, you know, rely on, on finances to get stuff done. That's just, just an excuse. You know what I mean? You can find a way. You can make a way to make things happen, for sure. If you take the step, it will, and Mo talks about this all the time, but if you take the step, it will reveal itself to you. Yeah. I mean, there's people who just talk about stuff and there's people who do stuff and you don't have to worry about how perfect it's going to be. It's never going to be perfect. It's never going to be the perfect situation. It's never going to be the right time. It's never going to be just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Trust me. There's a reason why Nike has that as their as their slogan. Um, and I, I you just hit on something key. I'm going to throw it over to Mo here in a second, but there's no such thing as perfection, right? There's the pursuit of perfection, which is cool, but there's no such thing as perfection. Mo? Um, one of the questions we ask everybody as we wrap things up, Kareem, uh, it is you and there's a round table. There are five other seats at that table. You can have anybody there. The only stipulation or, or caveat, if you, if you will, is that uh, you can't have whatever religious entity that you believe in. Outside of that, dead or alive, who do you want at your table? Oh, man. Um, dead or alive? Dead or alive. Oh, man. I got to have I gotta have Kobe at the table, Kobe Bryant. 
He needs Kobe? to be at yeah, he needs to be at that table. Uh let me see. Who else I would love to have at that table? I would probably say Malcolm X. I would have Spike Lee at that table. He's one of my biggest film inspirations. Uh, I would like to have, oh boy. Um, that's a tough one. Barack Obama at that table. And I would probably love to have uh, Tupac at that table. It's a good table. Yeah. It's a really good table. Yeah. That's a, that's a damn good table. Yeah. Anybody, Mo, that we haven't heard of before? He had Barack, he had Tupac, he had uh, Kobe. I actually, he is the first person to actually say they want Tupac at their table. Uh, oh, at plenty okay. of people, but I think he's the first one to say, it's two Tupac and Spike Lee. Are the first, you're the first person to say they had those people at the table. Yeah, because I believe he's perfectly imperfect. As we all are. Yeah. And I, I think that's the message that you've been giving us, right? Yeah. We are all perfectly imperfect. Um, so, so take the chance on yourself. At some point, you got to do it. Because the last time I checked, we only have one shot at this thing called life. There's no rewind button. You can't DVR it. You can't, you know, go backwards in time. Take the shot on yourself. Do what you got to do to get to where you need to be. Um, and, and I think this entire episode is, along with, with Smoke Big Doc, it just speaks to mindset. It speaks to mindset. You know, I tell people all the time, I tell, the, I tell the people all the time two things. One is that, you know, you're not gonna fail. You know, I think the win is getting it done, completing something and finishing something. Um, and secondly, we have to understand that all we have is now. We don't have yesterday and we don't have tomorrow. Tomorrow's not guaranteed, it's not promised to any of us. We've seen this time and time again. All we have is right now. Stay in that moment as much as you possibly can. You know, Sorry. that's what it's all about, really. It's just living it, discovering that purpose, because God gives everybody a purpose, everyone. Discover what that purpose is, and you're going to find everything you want underneath that purpose. The financial no. freedom that you want, the mental freedom that you want, the spiritual freedom that you want. The inner, you know, inner freedom that you want is all underneath those gifts that God has given everyone. It's up to us to discover those things and, and bring those things to life. You know, we, we could go for another hour um, in that and just in that alone, right? Um, I, I completely agree. I think God has given us each and every individual, whether you believe in God or not, you have a spiritual gift. And it's up to each and every one of us to, to find that gift and then to, to maximize on that gift. Um, but, but we're not going to go down that road right now. I know you got a meeting uh, coming up. So I, I do want to say thank you for being on the show. Um, the last question that we ask every single one of our, our, our guests on the podcast, um, in case you didn't know, we do have a magical time machine here in the lab. Um, what advice would Kareem Ford be giving himself from five years ago? Um, to trust the process. Trust the process. Everything will turn out the way it's supposed to at the end of the day. Trust the process. Stay the course. 100%. And, and that, that seems to uh, be a message that permeates um, you know, throughout every single one of our episodes. Um, I agree with that. I 1000% agree with that. Trust the process. You've been given a gift. Start the path. Start the journey. Take the action. Um, now, I'm going to make you five years older. You said you were 45, right? I am. 
Okay, so you're now 50. Okay, what is the 50 year old version of Kareem? What, advi what advice is he giving you today? Um, what advice is my 50 year old giving me now? Um, <laughs> I told you, <laughs> you know, I told you. That's it. That's so simple, yeah. simple and plain. Listen, uh, Kareem, you, you dropped a ton of knowledge, a ton of wisdom, a ton of nuggets um, from relation. You know, it's about the relationships that you forge in the marketplace. Um, laws of attraction was a big thing uh, that we talked about. Taking the, the step of action, right? Um, living, living within your purpose. And, I, and I'm truly humbled. The Vision Lab podcast is truly humbled to have you um, in, into, into the lab. This, I'm looking forward to your documentary. I really want to see it. Um, I encourage all of our visionaries, again, if you're still tuning in, go follow him on all of his social media platforms, as well as most importantly, go support the film. We promise you, this isn't going to be in, you know, one of those, I got the hookup, Master P. And, and Master P is a, is a, he's a phenom. He, he's great at what he does, but this isn't that type of low budget film. This is a film that you can learn, you can be educated on, you can grow from. And so um, I, I just want to say thank you to, uh, to you for being on the show. Um, we're really looking forward to it. And remember, each one of our guests are dropping nuggets of wisdom here on the trail of life. Ultimately, my friends, it's up to you to pick them up. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ryan Mosley. He is Ryan Cuffey. The voice you've been listening to is Kareem Fort, the uh, creator and producer, all of the above, of the Smoke Big documentary. Kareem, thank you again for your time. Visionaries, we appreciate you guys tuning in to another great episode of the Vision Lab podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Appreciate you guys, man. Thank you. Bless